Good morning. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for prayer time here on WHCB 91.5 The Blessing. Sometimes I get confused and want to tell you that you're going to be listening to the Bible class, but that's every morning at 4 a.m. and 9 a.m. The prayer time broadcast is the one we're on right now. It's on at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday here on WHCB. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of it. We're glad that you're with us. We've been talking about Joseph yesterday, and we want to conclude some conversation about Joseph today. Haley's Bible Handbook is a good book to quote, and it says this of Joseph. It says, Very little is told of Joseph. He went with Mary to Bethlehem and was with her when Jesus was born in Luke chapter 2, verses 4 and verse 16. He was with Mary when Jesus was presented in the temple. That's in Luke chapter 2, verse 33. He conducted their flight to Egypt and return to Nazareth in Matthew 2, 13 and 19 through 23. He took Jesus up to Jerusalem at the age of 12 years, Luke 2, 43 and 51. The only further reference to him is that he was a carpenter, that is a tradesman, and the head of a family with Mary of at least seven children. That is, seven children. Matthew 13, verses 55 and 56. According to Haley, he surely must have been a good and exemplary man to have been chosen by God to be the foster father of God's own son. He may have died before Jesus began his public ministry, though the language of Matthew 13.55 and John 6.42 may imply that he was still alive. At any rate, he must have died before Jesus' crucifixion, else why did Jesus commit the care of his mother to the apostle John? And he's referring there, Haley's referring to John chapter 19, verses 26 and 27. And indeed, there would have been no need uh, to give the care of Jesus's mother Mary to the apostle John if the father of uh, or the foster father of Christ and the father of these other six children that were in the family uh, Joseph uh, was still living so uh, it's true that with many of these Bible characters Joseph stands out as an example because God chose people to be an example for all of us. He stood out as an example of what is necessary for a man to which God could entrust such an honorable task. Integrity is another word that could be used in this instance, along with the word diligence and the word self-sacrifice. Being willing to take responsibility for a pregnant young lady, fully believing what the Lord told him through an angel and staking his reputation and honor to go uh, totally in fulfillment of the instructions of God's angel was quite a task for any man, but Joseph was obedient. He fully trusted God. I guess I could say here that we need more Josephs today who will do as the Apostle Paul admonished when he told us in 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight, to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for you know that your labor is not in vain 
in the Lord. Indeed, what kind of stepfather, foster father, would you have made for Jesus Christ? If you are a female, what kind of mother would you have made for Jesus Christ? I'm not asking you to to uh, uh, concoct all sorts of strange ideas. I'm not trying to get there. All I'm trying to do is to get you to think. If God had called upon you, or if God were to call upon you to do these same very things that Mary or Joseph did, how could you, what could you expect uh, to be uh, accomplished uh, with your efforts in your life? Good question. I think it is a good question. I don't know how the answers would come. But I do know it's a good question. The truth is, while we may not know how we would respond, we can understand that whatever God sends our way, that we should be doing our job with integrity and with diligence, with love, with perseverance, and with dependence upon the Lord. The only way anyone can do any of these things that we're called to do would be to do them unto the Lord, for the Lord, as the Lord would give us opportunity to do. So, uh, let's go to prayer, shall we? Heavenly Father, thank you for reminding us of duties that need to be done and that we should do them as best that they can be done with your help, with your guidance, with your grace, with your strength. And Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit will guide us today giving us the strength, giving us the understanding, giving us the wherewithal to reach the lost with the truth of the gospel as you give us opportunity. And Father, we pray that you would use each one of us to give forth the truth of the gospel during this Christmas season. We thank you for salvation through Jesus Christ, and we thank you for the opportunities of service that you give us. Now we ask you to be with those pastors and teachers and elders and deacons and all of those who are going to be standing over the weekend and will be teaching and preaching and telling the truth of Jesus. We ask you to bless them in a mighty, mighty way. We ask, Lord, that the celebrations of the birth of Christ in these next few days that are going to be held, that they would be God-honoring and Christ-honoring, and that the truth of the gospel would be heard even in these times of celebration. Now, Father, we ask you to guide us today and to use us for your honor and glory. We ask for your provision for each of our listeners, for our staff, our volunteers, for ourselves, and For the ministry of WHCB, help us to have the funds that we need, Lord. And we thank you in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen.